Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Stop waiting. Stop dwelling in the past. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Bringing up other years when the wolves teased you. We obviously have no idea where this is going to end up. The play might drop off, internal strife, injuries. But just to quote Mike Tice about a while ago, about the Vikings enjoy this season. The Wolves are 20-5, and and we're involved in just a fantastic NBA game last night. Regular season games. Just don't get better than last night where the Wolves are in Miami. And, yes, the villain, the nemesis, Jimmy Butler, is playing. They are scoring at will in the first half. They're doing whatever they want. They score 66 points in the first half. And then guess what happens? The calling card for this team. And they have a number of assets. But the the calling card, why this team is different, really, than any other team in franchise history their defense just said, you're done, led by one guy, Rudy Gobert. Miami scores uh, 42 in the second half. Gobert has some scintillating plays. Towns matches up with Butler. Ant scores 10, including the key hoop, and it was fun. Britt Robson, I've known forever. Britt Robson has covered this team from Jump Street. You still can read uh, Britt's excellent work, Min Post. You can see him on Twitter. And Britt's kind enough to join us on the uh, John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. It's been a while. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you coming on. It was enthralling last night among among the appetizing elements to last night's game. What stood out most to you, sir? I just love their depth, quite frankly. And, of yeah. course, the defense. Um, you know, the, the defense, it's a make-or-miss league is what everybody always says. But if you make people miss, yeah. you have a much better chance of winning uh, than if you rely on offense. Uh, but the depth, now that McDaniels is back, uh, McLaughlin is back, which apparently doesn't mean anything, but they have an eight-player rotation with Troy Brown Jr. getting about five to ten minutes as the ninth man. But they have eight players. They're starters, and then they have Oz Reed, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Kyle Anderson coming off the bench. And all of those guys provide flexibility. They're all versatile in, in different kinds of roles. They're all having career year. Well, maybe not slow-mo, but he's having a, a typically great year. The other two are having career years. And uh, they've weathered 
You know, Jaden McDaniels is one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA, and he was out for almost half their games, and it didn't matter mm. because uh, Nall was so good as a wing stopper. So just that kind of stuff, the the ability, you know, what you were talking about before about, you know, let's not wait to uh, be enthusiastic about this team. Um, if you win 20 of your first 25 games and have played a, a pretty tough schedule um, and your defense is this good, uh, there's a thing on basketball reference uh the defense relative to the league average and, and the best Wolves defense in history prior to this was of course the 03, 014, the only team to make it out of the first round went to the Western conference finals. They were 3.2 points per hundred possessions under the league average. Uh, these wolves are 8.1 yeah. uh, points below. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, that may be lower than, uh, any team has had, of course, you know, there's only a, a third of the season gone, but they they are putting up some historic uh, defensive numbers. Yeah, we could have an interesting debate on the 0304 team matching up with this team, and I'm glad you brought up the defense element. Obviously, that's PKG, right, where yeah. he wasn't maybe as fast as he was early in his career, but, I mean, he still was guarding everybody. Flip used him all the time, as we both know, at the point of that defense on, on the zone element. Yeah, where, before you could have an official zone, he yeah. basically played it was, the spear of the zone. It was great. It was just great. Now, Irvin Johnson was fine. Hassel was good. Sprewell, depending upon the fun the night before, was okay. They, they weren't filled with defensive stalwarts. I mean, Gobert is unrecognizable. Right. From last year, Jaden, you're 100% right on. Naw is excellent. Anderson is just unbelievably over uh, underrated, excuse me, as a defense player. And when Ant is in the mood, he is really good. That is just, you're so right on the, the versatility overall, but then just the versatility defensively anchored by Gobert, who is moving so much better. And, you know, that possession last night where, bam, who we both like a lot, and he blocks his shot, and then Edwards fights his way for the ball and finishes with a flush. You want to capture this team right there? That's it, baby. That yeah. possession right there. That was fantastic. And he also, I mean, there was that, that rookie, Yaquez. Yeah, uh, right. There were a couple of times where you've got the deer in the headlights thing happening. I'd say, you know, once every other game, there's somebody that goes into the lane and suddenly realizes this guy is just too big, too fast. And I better not shoot it, or if I shoot it, I better be ready to go get the block. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah. He's he's uh, live and he's totally engaged. And I think the difference is, quite frankly, that um, his perimeter defenders are staying with their men, mm-hmm. and he has gotten both the Utah schemes that he grew up with now grafted onto some Timberwolves. Uh, you know, schemes that make him get out on the perimeter more, especially to the corners, and, uh, you know, just seek out more and then return on uh, drop coverage. Um, He's just covering a lot more ground, and I don't think he's able to do that if he doesn't trust his teammates. And I think it's just been one of those great synergistic things where his teammates have proven to be trustworthy, and therefore Rudy is getting outside his comfort zone and consequently 
playing the best defense of his career. He's a three-time NBA yeah. Defensive Player of the Year, and he's playing the best defense of his career, without a doubt. I, I, I would, you know, and and we watch a lot of basketball. Did we watch every Utah game? Obviously not. But I, I clearly agree with you, and I think trust is such a uh, the right word. Let Let's just go back to last year at this point in the season. Um, if you played you in one on one, you play D'Angelo Russell, you wouldn't win, but you score. I mean, he, he just he he's, he right. cheats the game. He's he he his hands work at times, but he's just a terrible team defensive player. At this point last year, Ant wasn't a good defensive player. You know, he's improved no. a lot. He you still can Ant still loses guys away from the ball, but man on man. And then let's also say the trust thing. D'Angelo Russell was whispering to everybody, Rudy's yeah. not a fit. It just doesn't work. Ant wasn't passing the ball to Gobert. I mean, it was it was clear, especially in that Denver series, where, I mean, Rudy would be guarded by, I mean, no one. And Ant wouldn't pass on the ball. And enough happened. And a lot is driven by Conley for D'Lo. I mean, the Conley... Gnaw for D'Lo trade is, I don't know, do we have a better trade in Wolves history? In Wolves history. I mean, I I don't think we have a better one. I mean, no, there isn't. I'd take Gnaw. One of the things about it is it's already decided. (laughs) Yeah. Like right now, you couldn't really talk about is the Gobert trade worth it? Well, you got four first round draft picks to go, and you don't know how things are going to unfold going forward. You know, that's incomplete. Yeah. But I will tell you right now uh, that, that, the the book is in, you know. The odds have been set uh, on this D'Lo not trade. Um, yes, th- I would, I would think seriously about not for D'Lo straight up. I I just said when you were, I would do that straight up. And here's the thing about Rudy. Okay, Rudy's been great. Was I in the camp who said too much? Yeah, you're still allowed to say because in the end. They gave up six picks. Yeah. Okay, counting yeah, you know, counting and, Kessler and as as a pick. You know that is still a tremendous amount. So you're still allowed to say they they went too far past the second place. There's too many people I still know who still say to me that the runner up to the Wolves offer to Utah wasn't close. You can say that, and you don't have to apologize while also acknowledging, my God, has he been essential to what they're doing this year? Right. And and the great thing about it is, I mean, you can quibble with that. I mean, my, my point that I always try to make, in addition to all the picks, is whether or not you wanted to hang on to Vando, Pat Bev, and Malik Beasley, those are valuable contracts that you could have moved for something else and still had first four first-round picks and Walker Kessler. Yep. You know, so yep. essentially, um, you know, there is that. But I will also say that, even if you call the Gobert trade neutral, which I mean, right now in the in the sun of the moment, I think is is not charitable enough to Conley. Yeah, but correct. everything else he's done, with the possible yep. exception of Wendell Moore Jr. as a first round pick, has been aces. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Let's pause. Let's uh, continue with Britt Robson. Check out Britt on a regular basis on Twitter, on X, whatever you want to call it. Min post. Britt's been covering this team from the start. Let's talk about Towns. And let's talk about Towns and his plays against Jimmy Butler late in the game. It was a, a wonderful NBA game and another stamp on what so far has been a fantastic Wolves season. I get it. There's a long way to go. Who cares? Enjoy it while it's going on. 
Back with Britt in moments. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Never heard of the singer. 21 past two. We're talking with Britt Robson about the Wolves in a scintillating NBA game last night. They win. So let's get to Jimmy. He plays. He Continues to tell people behind the scenes he'll never play a game ever again here at Target Center. And it was fun this year when they were serenading him and he was, you know, having fun with it. The guy's still a spectacular player, right? And yeah. he was more in his his role of, I'm going to wait for the game to come to me, right? Well, the game really didn't come to right. him in the fourth quarter, you know, because they defensively did such a good job on him, a combination of, of uh, size and athleticism and versatility. And then you got those possessions late, whereas Miami's playing smaller, and Butler's basically their de facto power forward, and Cat takes the shot, makes it. Then at the time, he out-muscles, out-maneuvers him and makes this wondrous alley-oop to, to uh, Gobert, a short-distance alley-oop that you rarely see. And part of what I loved about it too, Bert, is he just went back and kept playing. There wasn't like, you know, you know he loved it. But it was, hey, we're in the middle of a close game. I'm not going over the top. I'm sure in the locker room there's a lot of talk. But that had to mean a lot to Carl Towns last night. Absolutely. I mean, and and a lot of the Timberwolves fan base has been waiting for this guy to mature for a long time. And and wondering what that would look like, or if it and, would happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what I find especially good about this is that Cat um, has learned how to. You know, he doesn't mind being the guy that is helping Ant become the alpha on the team. He doesn't mind being the guy that has moved from center to power forward, even though he's much less suited for that position. He has become somebody who has appreciated the fact that he doesn't have to call attention to the fact that he is sacrificing. Everybody knows he is sacrificing 
because he really is sacrificing, and it's one of the main reasons why they're winning. Well, you you nailed it because— It's a wonderful thing that he he has awakened to the idea that if you give people a chance to see your value on its own terms, they will. Yeah, I mean, he he. You looked at that Boston game, which they won, and mm-hmm. he was about as much a factor as you were sitting in the sitting in the press row watching it. And it yeah, was, it was a rough one. It was a really rough one, and it was again where both of us and others have said, "Let's just kind of accept who he is. He's going to complain too much. His post up game is deteriorated, and you wonder how he he fits in with this mix." And I'm not saying he never complains anymore. But it's much more judicious. It's it's much better. He continues to feature Edwards and Gobert without pouting when we've had this perpetual debate. How is he going to react to it? He's relished it. And then his ability to put it on the floor from either the top of the key or either side of the top of the key and, and uh, an ability of especially going to his left where you think he's going to get a lot of those shots blocked. He's just become so much better at that. And even the post-up game, because there were times this summer when I couldn't sleep and I'd watch some post-up stuff him and like his second year, and you go, man, he was going to be a great post-up game. And then we watched him the last couple of years where those small forwards and power forwards, which is Bogart. And yeah, they like, learned how to defend him. Right? And you'd be like, what are you doing? He's done a very good job at that, man. The last seven weeks he has been, uh, uh, it's just a, a very, very different player. And the defense. I yes, mean, what's, 100%. What's amazing right. is, is that he has learned verticality without fouling. Yes, correct. Uh, as well as, you know, most pigs. Uh, he is learning what he is capable of in terms of closeouts. He doesn't uh, do useless closeouts, but he does make an impact when he closes out, when he tries. Um he is learning how to be a good switcher. The Wolves are doing more zone and more switching sometimes when they don't want to play drop and they they, they are doing some other things that keep them active. Uh, he's bought into all that stuff. He is a veteran. He's the longest tenured member on this roster by many years. Yep. And he is a veteran who is understanding his place in the firmament and it's just another in like a, a you know a daisy chain of uh, feel good stories about this team is that cat uh, has found a niche that is right for him right for the team and doesn't require um, him to feel the need to fill a void anymore uh, whatever is happening in his life or on the court or whatever he's as uh, Content with the status quo as I've ever seen him, and I've covered him every year since he's been in the league. Here's here's another thing that a great NBA team needs. You can have all the versatility and it matters. You can have all the defense, but when it's late, <clears throat> excuse me, you gotta have a hammer. You gotta have the guy who's willing to take the shot. There are gonna be times you're gonna roll your eyes at the shot he takes because he's got the chutzpah, he's got the gall, he's got the heart, and he's got the massive ego. They have that guy. They have that guy, and there are times when Ant just dribbles and dribbles and dribbles, and you're like, dude, what are you doing here? But then about one out of every three times he makes that shot. And last night when he basically said, get the bleep out of my way, 
I've loved what I you mean, guys have done. Turn around off shoulder banker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm taking this shot, and you MFers can watch, and I'm going to make it. And that was it. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's also second on the team in assists. Yep. Uh, Mike Conley and Chris Finch. He swears by both of them every chance he gets. I mean, he, he's also praising his teammates all the time. Yep. But the the two people that he consistently brings up in a manner that is about him personally rather than the team is Conley and Finch. And um, I think, you know, again, we just talked about that trade. Mike Conley is a guy who's comfortable in his own skin as an old guy uh, and yet is – the reason he's never gotten the technical and the reason why he is so smart on the court and everything has to do with the fact that he is so self-possessed that he's charismatic. Yeah, and right. 22-year-old kids like Anthony Edwards are attracted to him mm-hmm. because of his leadership, and, and that is remarkably a good thing. Last thing. I made this reference on Twitter last night. You wouldn't have been there, but I guarantee you – Somewhere in Minneapolis you were watching. The Wolves' signature game in the 03-04 season was early December. They play the Kings. The Kings are off this great start. Stojakovic was... <laughs> KG at the top of the key, right? Yeah, exactly. Where Stojakovic is like the MVP in the league at that point because, remember, Weber was hurt from the year before. Right. They win this in overtime, 112-109. KG hits not one but two threes to send in overtime. He finishes with just minor totals of... 33 points, 25 rebounds, 6 assists. Sprewell goes for 37. Cassell goes for 26. And as I'm watching that game last night, I'm thinking, I know they beat Boston. I know they beat Denver. But there's just something different about last night's game. It was just scintillating. And great teams have these signature wins during a year. That might have been that signature win last night. Well, it's right up there. They were down 17 to the Miami Heat, who have the best coach in the NBA, Yep, one of the solidest organizations in the NBA. Heat culture is a real thing. Um, and they beat them the way the Heat usually beat people, by grinding them down with fundamentals and sweat equity. And at the end of the night, um, you know, I mean, Bam Adebayo had nowhere to go Mm-mm. on any of his shots. Nope. And Jimmy Butler had his choice of Ant and Slomo and <laughs> Na uh, and McDaniel's guarding him at various times, and then Cat at the end. And um, three points. You know, this team was healthy for the first time since early November. Tyler Hero was back. Um, Bam was back. They didn't have Kyle Lowry, but they had their three top players. I would argue. And um, you know, it, 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 they they played an extremely good first half. But the thing about the Timberwolves is they grind you down. That's it. Um, Happens all the time now. Their third-quarter defense is so clearly superior to any other teams in the NBA. It's just remarkable. Always enjoy it. Great stuff. Thanks, man. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Britt Robson. Uh, he's good on the radio. He's a great writer. Uh, it's worth consuming his information all the ways you can, including MinPost and on Twitter, at Britt Robson. Decision came yesterday. Uh, we had a smorgasbord options. We did not get to it yesterday, but to let it pass would be silly for us. The decision 
by the Pope on same-sex unions and blessings. Excellent guest on that topic. And also, what do you think about it? I want you to chime in during the conversation. That comes up next on WCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So the news broke yesterday that the Pope, Pope Francis, surprised a lot of people. He approved letting Catholic priests bless same-sex couples. This is a dramatic shift aimed again at making the church more inclusive. Uh, Pope Francis has made a number of moves. There are some who feel like that Pope Francis advocates a lot, talks a lot, but has not moved further as, as far as he should have. And there are traditionalists who are outraged by Pope Francis. Let's bring in Brian McNeil, president of, of Dignity Twin Cities. Dignity Twin Cities, I'll read right from their website, is a small Christian community that provides a spiritual base for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender Catholics, their families, and friends. We are also an activist organization that works to change the antiquated sexual theology of the Roman Catholic Church. Brian, like all of our guests, is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Brian what was you, let's let's start this way. What was your initial reaction when you heard the news? My initial reaction was wow. <laughs> I I like kind of couldn't believe it. It's it's a big step, and we at Dignity Twin Cities have been working for a long time, decades, to to try to get this kind of change in the church. You obviously would love if he went further, but as a step. Did he go far enough? Well, no, like, <laughs> we, we are working towards the day when the Church recognizes uh, same-sex, recognizes and, and marries same-sex couples. I mean, that's, that's our goal. That's what we're organized to do. And, you know, and to just acknowledge the, the legitimacy of LGBTQ Catholics and LGBTQ people. Well, yeah, I understand that that you want that in the end. And maybe it wasn't precise enough in my uh, questioning. I agree with you personally. I think think that should absolutely take place. But I don't think anybody expected that the Pope was just going to do that in one particular decision. It was going to be a process. So just as a part of the process— do you feel like this was a, a significant step? Because I, I have, I've heard others, I've read others who are actually downplaying this, saying to maybe 
some of us who are outsiders, who pay attention but are outsiders of the church, that we think it's more meaningful than maybe those within the church believe? Well, um, we, we yes, like I said, we, we would like him to go further. I, but I, I think it is a major step. I mean, just, just two years ago, the same organization, bureaucracy at the Vatican, that issued yesterday's statement, it's called the Congregation or the Dicastery for the Doctrine of the Faith, which in <clears throat> decades gone by was the Inquisition, they issued a statement that, that said, uh, the church cannot, bl- referring to same-sex couples and the possibility of blessing their relationships, they said the church cannot bless sin. And that was just two years ago. Yeah, right. So so that, this is, um, I mean, to go from that to say, right. yes, we, we can bless these couples, it, that, that is a big step. I mean, in, in, the, in the big picture of how the church moves and changes, it's a big step. Uh, again, apart from a, from a story, just to get your reaction. The document repeats the condition, elaborates on it, reaffirming that marriage is a lifelong union between a man and woman, that marriage is that versus same-sex unions. But its requests for such blessings for same-sex couples should not be denied. What's your sense on how that's going to play out at Catholic churches? Let's just stay in Minnesota. Do you think uh, most are going to say, all right, the Pope, He's offered this. We're going to follow it. Or others are going to say, you know what? We think Pope Francis has taken this further. We know what we believe the Bible says. We know what uh, our belief is of uh, Catholic followings, and we're not going to take this step. Well, good point. I mean, Archbishop Hebda came out with a positive response to this yesterday. So as I read that, it gives the green light to particular priests who, who want to do this, who want to give a blessing to a same-sex couple if, if one comes to them. But at the same time, you know, we are mindful of this, that priests have, have consciences, and some, and maybe, maybe many, especially here in the Twin Cities, would, would see this as a violation of their conscience to, to bless a same-sex relationship. Um, so it's 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 going to be kind of a, a real mix there. I think. I mean, we, Dignity Twin Cities. We've been going for 50 years. Next year, we're celebrating our 50th. We have always had priests who come and say mass with us, much to the chagrin dismay of some of the real conservatives. Mm-hmm. So, and, and those priests, I, I'm sure, if, if you know, we or members of Dignity went to them and said, "Would you bless this relationship?" They would. Uh, but we know there are many priests and many priests have said, no, I, I will not uh, celebrate a, a Mass or a liturgy with Dignity Twin Cities because I don't agree with what you're doing. So well, it, it's going to be a mixed bag there. Okay, so let's stay with that. Uh, Brian McNeil, by the way, is with us, President of Dignity Twin Cities. You have a chance to sit down with a traditionalist who passionately disagrees with this and talks about the history of the Church and believes that Pope Francis is an outlier, and that whenever Pope Francis leaves this remarkable position which he has, that the next pope will step in and they will return to traditional orthodoxy, and that is the way to go. If someone says that to you face-to-face, what would you say to them? Well, I would say politically, strategically, that's 
highly likely, I would say. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Pope uh, Francis's predecessor, Benedict XVI, was very conservative on this issue. He he wrote the document in 1986 that referred to homosexuality as an objective disorder and an orientation to an intrinsic moral evil. Uh, Francis, you know, is, is kind of, I think, he has not officially moved away from that, but he's what we call taking a pastoral approach to, to make the church more welcoming to LGBTQ Catholics. Um, so to the, to the real traditionalists, I say, uh, please be open to what the Pope is saying. And there are many, many uh, scriptural uh, scholars who argue that the correct interpretation of the scripture that the traditionalists would cite in this situation uh, point to the fact that the whole concept of homosexuality didn't exist when those scriptures were written. Ryan, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. I want to get some reaction from the audience, but uh, we will definitely reach out again. Thank you for having me. An objective disorder. An objective disorder, because you happen to be attracted to someone of the same gender. For the over, over, overwhelming percentage of those individuals who at some point realize they're attracted to either the same gender or the opposite gender, they don't have control of it. It's how you're born. I know there are some, and it's a very small percentage, who feel like they're going to experiment. They're going to dabble. But for all, not I want to say almost everyone, but for in the overwhelming percentage, at some point in their life, they realize that the person they want to spend their life with who they're physically attracted to, who they're emotionally connected to, is someone of the same gender. And they also believe in the Catholic Church. They believe in tenets. They believe in the principles. Maybe they came to the church later. Maybe it's been a part of their life all along. I get that churches face different criteria of openness of restrictions, of discrimination. And you can make a decision, I'm going to go to this church, I'm going to go to this synagogue, I'm going to go to this mosque, and they have, here's our general philosophy. But I'm also all for, in my view, of a God who is loving, who is accepting, who is the person, if you believe, has created the world as we know it, who played a part in creating all of us, including individuals, who happen to be attracted to the same gender. And if you can find a way to further embrace and encourage individuals to your faith, that should be an asset. The Catholic Church is losing numbers at an alarming rate. They're not the only church or, or religion, which is. But there are still a lot of people in the church who are older, who are traditionalists, who I think are going to be very chagrined and very upset as those folks leave us 
and more individuals who are younger and may extol how the church has made them a better person, but also embrace others and say, it's not me. I'm attracted to a female. I'm attracted to the opposite gender. But who am I to say that you shouldn't embrace us in so many other ways just because of one part of your life? And I get it. There are people who who pay way more attention to me, and some think this was a remarkable step, and others say to me, get to me when it goes further. I've laid out how I feel. I say bravo. You don't have to end everything you believe in by embracing someone who may be a phenomenal person, might be a jerk, but one part of their life is different than yours, and we say, get out of here. There's something wrong with you. You have a disorder. They don't have a disorder. That's cruel. That's indignant. That's belligerent. They're like everybody else. They just want to spend their life with some of the same gender. Embrace it. 651-461-9226. Phone calls and texts encouraged. Let's go. 651-461-9226. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Among the uh, texts coming in on the decision by the Pope to offer up same-sex blessings, plenty coming in, 651 Four six one nine two two six. As young conservative, I'm not in favor of watering down the values and principles that built the Catholic faith. Listen, I, I have no doubt many people believe that. We have organizations all across eternity where you're always looking to see if you should stay resolute. You shouldn't make any changes. Should you tinker? Should you overhaul? So discussing religion and saying it's always been that way, will never change, is not my point of view. Jason's here. But it is for a lot of people out there. Well, I think people often uh, conflate the word of God versus the actions of man within the construct of the church. So things often change in the church. It just goes slowly, which yes. I I support. I talked about that yesterday, the benefit of deliberate, slow, slower than society. Uh, I think there's a benefit to that. Chad, you and I don't always agree. In this case, I'm 100% in agreement with everything you just said. Please, please accept that whatever God you believe in believes in love and compassion, and that is central and foundation. I think that's right. Yeah. For me— as someone who's not affiliated with a direct religion but believes they're most likely a supreme being, I want to believe in acceptance. I want to believe in compassion. And like another text is saying, you can't just make up your rules as you go. I'm not asking every religion, 
every church is to tear up everything that is true to your core. But you can look at society as different elements happen that maybe you could not have predicted that those folks who were around so, so long ago could not have anticipated and say, can we be a better place and still core to the tenets which make us the church that we are? I I always say that the Catholic Church, which I'm a member of, has no problem serving up communion to liars, to cheats, to selfish people, to gluttonous people. So just fraudulent people. Who you sort of pick your you pick your sins a little bit, right? Like, oh, this is the sin that we're going to draw the line at. Well, I do think it's okay over time to kind of decide like, hey, you know, maybe we've strayed a little bit by being so focused on that. Yeah, it is a very good point by you that save save that. um, It is your first good point since you started that a lot of individuals who attend a church can be doing a lot of things that are, that are the exact opposite, which you preach about. And we're allowed allowed to do it, but someone who happens to be attracted to someone of the same gender, you're out. And they, Really? Those people deserve love, too. Like, that's 100%. what the church is. It, it should be full of forgiveness and love. Similar to this show. Jason and his show with Dan. Next, CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 